section hopefully we're going to restore a bit of order and talk about some 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 better kits although what i would say is this section which i've called iconic or historic is not necessarily kits that we've had that are remembered for uh, you know the kits are remembered for being part of a period of time or a game i'm not saying they're all brilliant but they're just kits that you think of because you know they're they're, they're part of something the the first kit i have put 1968-75 but i think it did change slightly uh, in that era there was some, some tweaks and changes to it but it was essentially the same shirt this is the shirt that myself and i'm sure mark's dad and some of andy's family you know it's it's the the great team of the early 70s so it has those those you know classical kind of connotations of you know fantastic united team probably the best team we've had uh up to the the the, the current team um you know tony curry flowing blonde locks alan woodward silver hair uh, I think he was great at about 20, uh, Alan Woodward. <laughs> yeah. he, but uh, I just think, it's a, to me, it's an absolutely fantastic kit. Uh, the, the thickness of the stripes are, are kind of a you know, lovely thickness. I love the old coat of arms. I, I know obviously we moved on from that. We'll, we'll maybe talk about that in a minute. Uh, I like the white socks. It's simple. It's classical. And I just think it's great. Uh, Andy? Yeah, beautiful. Uh, just simple. And I like that in a kit. Really simple. Curry's wearing it well as well. With a lot, his shorts are nearly over. His, his shirt's nearly over his shorts there, which I think it's great. I think it's a classic look. Nice. Mark, nothing much to add. It's just yeah. perfect, isn't it? Every, everything's right about it. The thickness of the stripes, um, the you know, the thickness and number of stripes as well. I think I've, I think I've got a theory on this. Looking through the shirts, but um, <laughs> the, the, the stripes are correct. Um, I've said I prefer black shorts and white socks. There, there. I even like the fact that there's numbers on the shorts. Did, when did that stop happening? Because obviously it didn't through when we were watching football in the sort of 80s and 90s and just everything about it's spot on. John, can you can you know about the dish? Well, I can, I can either bore you with tedious facts. Would that, would that oh, be... we, love, we love a tedious fact. <laughs> well, it's, the, it's the Umbro um, Real design which came out in inspired by Real Madrid in the early early 60s and of course it was the default 60s um, football shirt long sleeve crew neck uh, probably Tangeroo fabric I think which is Umbro's kind of groundbreaking lightweight cotton fabric um, so really when you think about it if they were still wearing that 75 the rest of the football world was all wing collars and insets and everything else so it, they, they obviously it had an important part of the club for it to be held on that long, I, th I think it was not long after when uh, we obviously we we we, we flipped from that badge. We had the Sheffield coat of arms, and then um, you know we'll go on some of the kits later. But uh, we had the, the the badge we've now got now, which was designed by uh, I think Jimmy Cyril, who was uh, Notts County manager and United manager in the late seventies. Uh, but Jimmy, I think Jimmy Hagen had designed the original, uh, you know, the the, the 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 blades. I think that's right, isn't it, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I've read that somewhere in a, in a few different places. And then Jimmy Cyril built on it and yeah, all yeah. that kind of incorporation and stuff. But John, yeah, John, when did short sleeves come in? Well, do you know, I'm, I'm just looking at this. I mean, I like short long sleeves were the were the norm, but short sleeve options were were available because it looks. I mean, a crew neck with short sleeves yeah. is spot on in my book. I think that really yeah. really works. I think they stopped wearing this about '73. And just looking at my list, I've got my illustrations up on my other screen. Um, 73, 75, I've got a wing collar with the okay. internet and the little Umbro logo. So they might have hung on to it as a long sleeved option, 
because Umbro notoriously at that period, I think Derby County had about five different home kits one season because they had a long sleeve of a different collar and a short sleeve of a different, you know? So there were variations. Um, so uh, I think I'm waffling a little bit now. No. And I think also there was a white stripe, central white stripe version as well. Yeah. So a little bit of a mix and match, but the short numbers, I think Mark, you mentioned those, a very brief trend. I think they tried to get every team on board in the early seventies. And I think maybe about five or six, seven or eight, something like that actually went for it. And then it died out by about 76, something. So get it back. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, obviously there's no uh, kit uh, manufacturer on the, on the front. Cause I saw some versions of this that Bookta made. And then I saw some that Umbro made. Was it Umbro, John, that made this? It was. If you look, I don't know if you can see it, even on those older shirts, yeah. on the hem, at the, at the, right at the bottom of the shirt, there's quite often a Umbro stamp. Oh. And it's often upside down, so almost like the players would look yeah. at it if they're wearing the shirt, and it would be generally tucked into the shorts. I can't oh. see one on that picture, yeah. but you can, it's very, very faint. Um, but what was interesting, you say Buckter did one as well, mm. because I think at the time clubs kits were supplied by a third party agent, and it's come to light in the last couple of weeks actually that sometimes if they didn't have an Umbro kit, they'd, they'd get an Admiral kit or, an, or a Buckter kit. Oh exactly the same and the, to the club it doesn't matter but they'd get a different set of shirts by a different manufacturer and that's where i think you get those anomalies coming ah interesting no it's a, it's a fantastic kit um you know simple clean effective great team um and my, my first error because i think i said it went up 75 but as you say i think the collars had changed slightly by then uh player it makes think of well curry or woodward for me uh, andrew yeah tony mark how could it not be Tony Curry when you look at that picture there? Anyone else, John, <laughs> from that United team? As Mark said, look at that. You, that's yeah. just that easy. Yeah. Yeah. In one photo, isn't it? yeah. I gave this nine out of ten. Uh, Mark? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Andrew? Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. And John? <laughs> I'm going to go, don't hate me, seven and a half because I'm not so keen on the coat of arms badge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure where I stand with the badges. Where I th whether I, I mean, I, I love the old the old fashioned badge, but I do like our badge. I think we were quite blessed as a club. We've had some oh. we've had some really good badges. I think the badge is timeless. The the blade the blades badge at the moment is yeah, it's beautiful. Right, <laughs> uh, we're moving on a bit. Uh, another Hobbit kit, 1981 to 83 away shirt. Um, sponsor was Renault and Bentleys. Um, and yellow and brown or sort of burgundy uh you know stripes it's got the little blades embossed in the in the, in the brown stripes you know flappy collar I, I this kit's become very iconic for for united fans you know i've, I've got a version somewhere that you know that it's really kind of another one hard to get hold of the original um you know we won the fourth division in this you know it was a dark time going down but it was seen as a really big season i, I just think it's a i just think it's great it should shouldn't work and you know some people might hate it but i love it andy <sighs> if i saw a sunday league team wearing that i think it'd be awful <laughs> but there's something about it that works for some reason and i don't know why the colors are not my favorite colors but i, I don't i like it in a weird way yeah. And I think also the sponsor, I know I'd read in your book, John, was that they, they tried to, it's very strange that the sponsor goes downwards on this. They've not seen that very much where 
you know, it, it's sort of not across the, the, the chest in the normal way, John. No, I think, I mean, Stripe's been so associated with football kits. It, obviously, when sponsorship came in, it proved a big problem. I think the classic one I remember is Grimsby with Findus. They had that going down in the stripes as well. Um, but I, that's that's the best, for me, that's the best thing about the kit. I love the fact that the sponsor's um, oh, yeah. vertical. Yeah. I noticed I've got the wrong badge on yet as well, actually. Don't know Oh, we'll, we'll let you off. <laughs> Mark, your thoughts on uh, on that kit? Yeah, I, it's I'm in between again. I mean, on paper and even on on an actual player, it looks appalling, doesn't it? But um, when you just see that yellow and brown on its own, and I know you've got that replica version of it and worn it to away games before, I just in some sort of retro, weird, so bad it's good way. I I really like the yellow and brown. It's not. Not many brown kits. Obviously, the Coventry yeah. iconic brown away kit, but I think that's it. It's just un- it's unusual. Uh, I, I I think it's a I think it's a great kit. I've, I've got to say, um, f- for me, I I gave that. Obviously, we won the, the league that 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 uh, that particular season. I think we were at Darlington when we, we took about twenty thousand fans. Uh, so, so by all accounts, I, I've given it nine out of ten, which might be a bit high. Um, I can see people's faces, Mark. That is very high because I thought I'd gone ridiculously high with being torn between just for the sort of like so bad it's good value of sort of seven and a half eight. You can you can go eight if it'll make you feel better, but I'll, I think seven okay. and a half. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, Andy. I think it's a I think it's a cool kit in terms. Of if I saw someone in the crowd away kit, you know, wearing it, fair enough, but not for me. Six point five. Okay, and John. Yeah, I was six point five six. I think I'm marking down a little bit because I remember okay. reading a description of it once as amber and chocolate and then that's <laughs> yellow so i think well what what color is it burgundy or brown it's, yeah it's, it's like that thing was it the dress is, is it blue or is it <laughs> yeah yeah i should have had all my kits out i've not got them all out but uh, no I, i'm probably biased in that one but i i certainly think it's a good kit but uh, we'll move on right 94.95 home shirt is the next in our iconic historic um not a great time for the for the team. This it's our last Umbro kit. Actually, this uh, um, we'd had no Umbro for a long time since the early eighties, right the way through to you know uh, th- this season. Uh, it's the last full season under Bassett, so it's the end of an era, end of Umbro and the Bassett. I'm not sure the red on the shoulders quite works, but I like. I don't know. I quite like the stripes. There's a lot of stripes on that, but I, I don't know. I quite like it. I quite like the the. the I'm not so sure about the black laver. And it, again, it, the shorts with the little things at the bottom, it, it, it's another one that shouldn't really work, but uh, I think it's got a lot going for it. And the fact it was in so many, it was in a lot of films. It was uh, in When Saturday Comes with Sean Bean, famously in the Full Monty, you got Robert Carlyle who, who wore it. Um, so that probably pushes it up a little bit for, for me. Uh, Mark, what's your feelings on this kit? Um, I don't know. It's almost like someone's, got the first protractor and thought they put as many angles in it as they could <laughs> didn't they it's just a bit this, having the sponsors goes a bit wavy like that and i've never been a fan of if you're going to have a different color sleeve either go for it or don't that's just a bit weird and i just there's too many stripes as well so all in all it's 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 a no from me i think it's just okay. i mean I'll, I'll i keep going on about this number of stripes i'll probably <laughs> reveal my preferred number later but this is too many i can tell you now okay andy uh, I don't. I think it looks quite cheap, and the shorts. What's going on there? <laughs> it's like boxer shorts are underneath or something. It's bizarre, isn't it? I, I, I don't like it at all. Not at all. I, I'm going to. I'm already thinking of my mark going down. Uh, John, what, what, what do you think? 
Well, I think I think it was like Umbro's early '90 period was was superb. They were they were knocking out of the park every every yeah. every team every kit, and I think they got a little bit big headed at this point and thought, right, we're <laughs> we're, we're, um, we're we're what's the phrase? Not we've, we we can't go wrong here. We'll do whatever yeah. we like. And I I just think it's too much. There's too yeah. much going on because there's even a diagonal kind of Umbro shadow stripe yeah. going against the grain against the stripes as well. But I mean, the, the whole thing is it's too much. And I think yeah. it falls down on because of that. And I don't know whether they had the laver was, it looks on one of these, it was in white as well on it. And I think I remember us having it, a shirt with it, in, playing in white in it as well at one point, the white laver, which is a bit odd. But, mm-hmm. uh, um, players it makes me think of, uh, Sean B, I've got to be honest, uh, Andy. <laughs> uh, Nathan Blake. <laughs> Again. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Mark. It is, um, it is Sean Bean. Yeah. Just watching him take that penalty for the when Saturday comes film at half time against Man United again and again. And he, he couldn't, couldn't score, right. could he? So I saw more of him in that kit than any United player. No, they, they, they had to delay the start of the second half almost. Cantona and everyone was coming out, and it was like, just please put it in. We've got, let's get on with the game. It was, you uh, saw that game when he did that. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, FA Cup yeah, semi final yeah. played at home. Great film, great script writers, obviously. Uh, but yeah, we were there for the we were crowd scenes at half time for that that game. It was uh, uh, yeah, odd, odd one. Um, John, could it make you think of anyone in particular apart from those? I'm just who said? looking at this book, Carl Carl Vitt. Yeah, yeah, Carl yeah, Vitt yeah. played in that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've given that one uh, six. Uh, Mark. Well, I see you've marked it down from the version that you sent out earlier. Change me mine. <laughs> yeah, I've gone sort of. Three and a half, and that's three kind of generous. Okay, Andy. I don't like this kit. So, uh, a three out of ten. Three and John. Uh, one and a half. One and a half. <laughs> John, when did clubs start getting rid of a kit after a season? Oh, it's a good question. I think we're, it's fairly recently. Um, teams like Middlesbrough and Birmingham had a kit, a new kit every season, going back right back to the early nineties. So they, they kind of had that culture even then. But I think everybody changing every season, you are looking at about the mid-2000s, 2005, 2006, yeah. something like that. I think even Liverpool, the big clubs were hanging on for two years. The smaller clubs were picking up that they needed the revenue from sales every year. Yeah. So, but it's relatively recent that that really changed because this was still a two, normally a two-year cycle. But I think this was the end of the Umbro deal, wasn't it? So it was a, just one year. Okay. Next iconic historic kit. Uh, oh, it brings me out in, in, in sort of cold sweats, this, because of the game. Uh, I think we were all at this game, and we were, certainly me and Mark sat together, and we were right behind the particular shot that uh, we lost the game. The 97-99 away shirt, the Cox Sportif, uh, Wards with the sponsor. We debuted it at Wembley for the playoff final. And I, when they came out, I was like, wow. You know, I love an all white shirt. It got minimal trim. Thought we we were going to win today. We're going to this is it. And and then we uh, yet again every Wembley playoff final in that you know for for most of our life we put up an absolute stinker of a performance. Lost in the last minute. Uh, we kept the shirt the the next season, um, but it's got bad memories. But I do like what it looks like. The shirt. What I will say is the material was awful. It was itchy, it was heavy. I think they lost that game because of the shirt. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it now. It was so heavy and it was a hot, like it always is, the playoff final. Uh, yeah, mixed mixed, uh, mixed emotions on this. I know, Andrew, you're a fan of this, aren't you? Ah, oh, God. <laughs> it's just going back to that simple look. 
yeah. Uh, I, I loved this kit. Uh, and I think it's just the black and the white. In terms of the, all the white taking the kit, I love that kit a lot. But the material was horrendous. Mark, what? what, what yeah, your... I mean, you can't go wrong. It's just classic lines. I think, again, it, we're still in that era of baggy shirts, though. If, if they'd have worn it or cut it a bit tighter, it would have been better yet. But just yeah i just i just really liked it and e- even with the bad memories and the fact that do you remember when we used to play um six aside i used to wear this because yeah. we used to play in white didn't we and I, I, the amount of carpet burns i've got on my face from wiping my you know my, my sweat on my sleeve the <laughs> material was just shocking but as a design and as a sheffield united awake i think it's brilliant i don't know john could you remember remember any of the kits that had that kind of strange material i don't know whether the players wore the same one as the fans though but if they did i i can see why they lost that game possibly, possibly they didn't i think back then it, there, okay. were, there were some changes the one i mean and that's the thing isn't it i look at the shirt and think that's what brilliant i love this shirt but i don't i've never seen one in the flesh or in the fabric and I've, I've never felt it and that's the kind of thing that actually means a lot doesn't it yeah, if you can't yeah, wear yeah. it without getting nipple burning <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, Charlton wore something similar yeah, yeah. in the, their playoff final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thinking about that time, but even at that point, I think Umbro released something called Sportsball, and the England shirts were made from it from the time. Mm-hmm. And when you look back, it was it was so heavy and thick, and mm-hmm. you're thinking, what's going on? Why have they done this? So, but my favourite bit of the whole design is the uh, Lecoq Sportif brand running vertically mm-hmm. along that stripe. I mean, it's just so, what's the word? Suave, isn't it? It's so yeah. like, you know, French maybe, I don't know. But it's, yeah. that's a lovely, a lovely touch. I, I, I'm a, I've always been puzzled though, guys, why Sheffield United often choose white as an away kit when there's so much white in their, mm-hmm. their home shirt. I don't know. I think we've we've moved between predominantly seems to be yellow, or we've obviously got fluorescent a lot yellow line mm. in the various versions. But it's always tended to be, you know, we had the white kit in the seventies as an away shirt, which again was quite similar. Um, but I mean, I love white kits, but you say it doesn't really work when you've got a red and white shirt. Um, but I don't know. We seem to have persisted with it. I mean, every team team has a third shirt, I suppose now anyway, but. I was going to say when when third shirts start creeping in, it was a great excuse for them to need one, wasn't it? And yeah. and sell more shirts to the fans that oh yeah, we might have clashes with the red and white teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is a bit of an odd choice. I mean, yellow would be the obvious one, but yeah, this is a beautiful kit. Yeah, players. It makes me think. Of, I just think of that playoff final. I can see Nigel Spackman just flailing about hopelessly at the end of his career in in midfield. Uh, and uh, Don Hutchison. Yeah. I think he went off with he broke his arm, didn't he? In that fight, he did, yeah, 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 yeah. Mark, probably there's a few actually, but Gareth Taylor. I don't know whether you can think of any, John, from this. David Holdsworth. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Good sense. I can't believe my choices are getting such a, a warm reception. No, yeah, really yeah. No, <laughs> proper, no proper player, and as soon as you say it, you can see him in the kits. Yeah. You're saying so, you, you're hitting the nail on the head. I think he'll, right. he'll have looked he'll have looked well in that kit, Holdsworth, from me. Nice, nice guy, David, and, and his wife. His wife's an estate agent. She around a house recently. There's a staff. All right. <laughs> Another made-up story. No, no, it's true. It's genuine, <laughs> genuine. Um, Mark for that one. Um, again, I think I'm going to go mark it up a bit. I'm allowed to. My priority. I'm going to give it eight. Uh, Mark. Um, yep, eight point five. Uh, Andrew. Uh, nine, please, David. Wow, and John. Uh, eight and a half. Yeah, eight point five. Eight and a half. Gosh. 8.5 in total. Okay. 
I included this one in the historic section, 2016-17. Um, we only wore it for a season, obviously all, all shirts were kind of a season generally then. But, it, you know, we've been in League One for six years. Uh, this is obviously Adidas. Alpha Rooms was our sponsor, another, uh, you know, not particularly well-known company. But um, this is the season, first season under Chris Wilder, where we finally got out of the division. Um as a kit, not so sure. Black with orange pinstripes. I don't know whether black and orange works. Something with orange shorts, orange socks. I've kind of torn over, you know, when it came out, torn over the years. But it's just such a, that picture of Billy Sharp uh, holding the red and white scarf off, wearing this kit. You know, it goes down in legend. You know, the Sheffield lad, you know, captain does. We finally got out of the division. Um, so it has really positive kind of connotations for me. Um, Andrew? Yeah, I think if the shorts were black, uh, and the socks were black. I, I'd probably score this a bit higher. But look at those two players. Mm. It's like the start of the the journey, yeah, isn't it? And yeah. that kit holds a lot for me. But I think the sponsor's crap. Yeah, it's they've tried to shoe on in a bit of orange on that, and then there's blue. Yeah, yeah. Mark. I actually think orange and black is okay as a pairing. Uh, one thing I will say is that... Well, you're think... wearing black and orange, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but one thing I will say is that um, I think Wednesday have had a lot of black and orange kits, haven't they? Yeah, Away yeah. kits over the years. So it's probably got that bit of a connotation in the back of my mind. And yeah, it's a it's fairly nice kit, but yeah, it's all right. Some really, really good away wins that season. Yeah, we had big away followings. I remember that game at Peterborough when we scored in the last minute and yeah. a few other game, games like that. I don't, John? Yeah, I think it's quite a pedestrian kit. I'm not, I'm not a lover mm. of it. I think, Mark, you just said Wednesday and it made me go, oh, because when I was looking at this the other day, getting ready for, for tonight, that was the feeling I had. Somehow it said Wednesday to me. And I thought that was a bit, a bit odd. Yeah. Um, but I also don't like sponsors in, in their own colours. Sometimes it works, but actually, if that was a white logo that just said Alpha Rooms, that might have been a. It could have integrated itself a whole lot, whole lot better, I think. Yes. Um, players, it makes think. Well, we've said it could be any one of that that sort of era coming up. You know, Sharp, Basham, Fleck. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll not. I don't know whether it's got anyone different to that, Andy or Mark. No, you've hit it. Yeah. Uh, I gave it I gave it six out of ten, but probably more for the, you know, what I think of that that era. So I've probably been a bit bit high with that. So I might, I might knock that down to five now I think about it. Mark? I love how we're talking you up and down. <laughs> Courage in your own convictions, man. Uh, I, I went four and a half, and that's mainly only because of the connotations of how good a season it was and how good we were away. Okay. Uh, Andrew? Uh, as a kit, I'd give it two. But the fact that that, image with Billy Sharp and the Pete McKee print, yeah. I'd probably give it a four. Okay. And John? I think I'm going to go for two and a half. No, uh, no, three. I'll knock it up a little bit. Okay, I think we've got an average of about four there for that one. So a bit lower than I, than I thought there. Yeah, not good. Um, Again, uh, I, I was torn because we've got four sections of kits and I, and I included this in the iconic historic. I think I could have included this in the beauties for me, I, I, you know, but, but because of certain games, uh, obviously we didn't get promoted in this. It's the middle of the three great Wilder seasons. Um, it's the 2017-18 home shirt, kit maker Adidas, sponsor Teletext, holidays. Um, it looked very retro feel to me. The thick red stripe, the black pin stripes. I love the black on the sleeves. I know we talked about sleeves earlier, so when you need to go all in, this does that. And we've never really had black on the sleeves like that. We've had red. 
Teletext Holidays, it's even a retro sponsor. I didn't even know that. I remember when they told us they were going to be sponsored by us. I was like, do they even exist anymore? Very Peter K, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They had like a website. <laughs> and, you know, it's not this thing where you flick through your to stop on page 852 for your two-week trip to Tat Lanzarote. Um, I, I love this kit. I, I think this might be the best home kit Adidas have done for us uh, since they've, 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 you know, since they've started making kits for us. Um, I don't know. I don't know what whether people agree, disagree. And, Andrew? I, I, I like personally I like the round badge and I think this will age quite well this kit uh, I just like it I don't like the sponsor though again but yeah it's a nice nice kit obviously we beat Sheffield Wednesday the picture there 4-2 uh, quite a famous game for United where we just they'd been basically talking the talk for a couple of seasons well six seasons saying oh you, you know you're stuck in league one we finally got up uh, and they were still saying, you, you know, you're, you're not in our class. They'd been in the playoff final, I think, the year before, or certainly the playoff semi. Yeah. They'd been a knocking on the door, and we just absolutely spanked them that day. It was a, a brilliant day. We beat Leeds that season away as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Jo John, what do you think of this one? I'm a big fan of this kit. I think what they've done, it's like Middlesbrough with their white chest band. Mm. They've mm. attempt to look at those thicker the thinner black stripes in between the red and white it's almost like trying to make it a united a sheffield united uh trademark do you know what i mean so borough have the chest band united if i feel it wouldn't it be lovely if they used that a lot lot more yeah. it's brilliant i, I did a struggle with stripes you don't oft you don't always see it and added a striped shirt that always works i think it's with the cut of the shirt the three stripe yeah. trim and they all they often go i'm pointing at my screen you can't see this yeah. they often go for a making a solid colour sleeve because they don't seem to be able to work the, the stripes on the sleeves very well. Yeah. So you will see that quite a lot. Um, but I think it's brilliant. I, as I say, the, the blend of colours on the front is just superb, having that like, black trim, if you like, yeah. I think you make a really good point about Adidas with the stripes on the, the Adidas three stripes yeah. and, and then stripes down the middle. It's almost like it's a bit clustered. They don't know what to do with certain things I, yeah I've, I've, I've thought that before but yeah, you know, yeah. great kit for me uh, makes me think of he's in the picture mark mark duffy andrew uh billy sharp uh mark, mark. yeah mark duffy for me and I'd, I'd, I'd echo everything john said i think the black makes that kit the the, the black yeah. ends into integrate into it's fantastic so yeah mark duffy just for that game uh, I think. any players that you can think of uh, from that team Sorry, I've not got one on this one. Uh, yeah, so yeah, look, people like Leon Clark as well. Well, I gave this one again. I'm, I might go up again. I'm going to revise it. I'm going to go eight point five for this. Uh, Mark. Yeah, that's what I've got. Eight and a half. Andrew. Yeah, eight and a half. And John. Yeah, I've got eight, eight and a half, bordering onto nine, but eight and a half. Wow, the first kit where we've all scored the same. I don't need any maths to work that one out. So that's got eight and a half. And that kit basically comes uh, second, um, well, joint second to the White Wards playoff final away. But the broad red and white, what I call the Tony Curry shirt, wins this section with 8.7. We'll put all the marks out. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, some iconic and historic kits there, and a lot of them we've been quite, you know, quite positive about those kits as well. Right, the third section is what I've called rare breeds. These are some more unusual kits, kits we've had over the years that were for one-offs for a game. We barely worn them, or you know, we never wore them in some cases. I mean, there are some that haven't made the cut. Um, I, there is a picture that people won't be able to see on the podcast of uh, we wore a late seventies uh, Admiral kit. 
uh, a yellow kit with chevrons, which I really like that kit. Uh, I don't think we wore it much away from home, but there is a, a game where Crystal Palace wore it against us. Uh, we've got a picture of it there. Um, and uh, yeah, they didn't have, obviously they had red and blue stripes and they had to wear our kit, which was a bit unusual. Uh, we've got 1980, we wore a red Adidas. It looks like a knockoff kind of kit from the, the, the shop, uh, from a sort of a market Adidas kit at Colchester. Um, 15, 16 and 16, 17, we had some Alpha Rooms, John Holland Lime kits where we had the sponsors rotate. And I think the, the latter one, uh, sorry, the Alpha Rooms one, we only wore in one game. There's a number of kits that we've, you know, very, very rare that we wore, but we're going to pick out a few, a few other kits. First rare breed is the 91, what I've called the one-off away shirt. Uh, kit maker Umbro, sponsor Laver. Uh, we were lucky enough to be joined by the kit maker, John Greaves, uh, recently for a, a pod about uh, that mm. era. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, this, this kit came about because basically um, the story was we had the lime green fluorescent kit, which you come on to, but um, the stewards and police had stopped us wearing that, uh, tried to stop us wearing it in a few games, but it ended up you know, was always wearing it. There was a rumour at Leicester that they, they said, no, you can't wear it. And Dave Bassett was like, we're wearing it. I don't care what they say. But finally, one game, Sunderland's police and stewards had somehow stopped it and said, you are not wearing that kit. And we didn't have a red and white. Obviously, red and white would have clashed. We didn't have another away kit. So John Greaves had to go to the shop, uh, a local shop, I think, and buy, basically, the only kit he could find where there was, you know, 20 versions um, and he managed to get this white one that Laver managed to get put on it. It was all very rushed job. It never was never was sold uh, to fans, this kit, uh, but we had a 100% record in it. We won 1-0 in Sunderland. Uh, your mate Odgers got sent off for headbutting Gordon Armstrong, uh, Andy. Um, but it was, uh, you know, a really, really successful kit in that we won in it. Uh, and we never wore it again. And then we went back to the Dayglow kit for the games after that. We wore it at QPR when we stayed up and we wore it a few other games. It's just bizarre. I don't know whether... John, do you know much more about this this kit than what, what I've said? It's a little bit of a bugbear for me because I, I didn't... I completely forgot about it in my book. So I haven't got it in my book. And I kicked myself because I thought I remember it being worn because I remember all the uh, kerfuffle about the, the fluorescent one. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking in my, I've got a couple of Umbro teamwear catalogues from that era. Because if, if he's got it, it, it would have been straight off the peg. Um, wouldn't have been, it's not that one, is it? That could be. It looks, it yeah, is, it yeah, is that one, yeah. Has it, got a little bit, has it got a little bit of red in the neck? I think I it know, might have, yeah, yeah. That's a great spot. Yeah. Uh, it's the Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, John Cruz went and bought them, stock lock, like, lock, stock and bounce, and I'll have them. It looks beautiful. White, a bit similar to the earlier one we described, the, the, the white playoff final kit, obviously, later on. But I, I quite like it. I mean, obviously, we won in it. Uh, it was a game, quite a heated game. We had a, we, there was a big brawl at the end of it. Vinnie Jones apparently had a police officer uh, up by, by his throat, according to a, a recent podcast that I think uh, Paul Beasley told on Under the Cosh. Um, yes, yeah, an odd, odd kit. Uh, Andy? I, I genuinely, until you brought this up a few months ago to me, I didn't know it even existed. I, I forgot completely. And you call yourself a Blades fan? <laughs> I was playing the book. I completely forgot. <laughs> there you go, John. There you go. Mark, help me. Can you remember this kit? I vaguely remember this for the for the reasons you mentioned. Um, did the did Bryson's goal going off the post? Yeah, I that's imagine that. Yeah, so yeah, I can I can remember yeah. this goal. Then I can remember that goal. Um, 
But at the end of the day, it's a Sunday league kit, isn't it? With our badge stuck on it. <laughs> they matched it up with the because we wore white shorts with the home a few, a few early on in that season. Do you remember you two? We wore white shorts with the home shirt a few times, which was bizarre. Yeah, maybe at Spurs, something like that. Yeah, no, but we wore white shorts at home in a few we games. We, pl- we did. We played Wimbledon. At a, John, help me. We, pl- we played Wimbledon <laughs> at home and we wore white shorts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh-huh. find the video. I'm gonna find the pictures. It wouldn't of that. surprise me. Stranger things have happened, David. Yeah. Yeah, definitely wore white shorts a few of the home games. Um, yes, it's a, it's a, it's a very, uh, very, very sort of one-off game. Mates in Cabryson and Gannon. Um, obviously, we'll not go through that because it was only one game. I gave this. Uh, I'm going to give it six out of ten. Mark, um, I think uh, just for the story, I've given it because, like I say, it's basically yeah. a Sunday league kit. It's a five. Okay, Andrew. Yeah, the story is decent. Five out of ten. And John, six and a half for me. Six and a half. Yeah. I tried to get one off John Greaves. He said something about um, he, he he had one, but uh, he, he he's in America at the moment. He wasn't he wasn't really playing ball. It took, so, um, so we'll never ever let's buy let's find a Santiago one and stitch the badge on. Like, uh, <laughs> well, there's a well known football shirt um, retailer that have a load of dead stock Umbro templates. <laughs> okay, look, <laughs> you like white kits? White kits, John. I love white kits. Yeah. I look, whenever I wear them, I always think I'm going to get that, and I wear it. I look, I look like a sack of spuds in them. <laughs> I do love yeah. The next one, 2009, was 120th year anniversary shirt. Uh, Kitmaker Macron sponsor visit Malta. Tied in with our, we had a lot of dealings with Malta at that time. Um, we had a black away shirt already, so the kit, the, the club thought, oh no, we'll we'll bring another one out for to the, for the fans. But we'll, we'll make that black as well. But I do recall, we got this free, didn't we? Season ticket holders. Uh, you weren't one, Andy, were you, at that time? <laughs> uh, we, we, Andy only goes when we're good. A little bit harsh. But no, we, we, we got a free shirt. If you got a season ticket, you went down to the shop and they gave you the shirt. Um, so, so yeah, we, we, we had it. But it's uh, it's got all the names of every player that played for Sheffield United. And a lot of teams did that, didn't they? Like a special shirt. Some had season ticket holders. We we put all our players in it. And what I can recall from that is we, we weren't great that period. I know we were flirting with the players from the black one. I remember a guy out wore it in front of me at games. And I used to just stare at it the names and re- you know when it was a really boring game and I thought Ian Dowie never played for us and then there was someone else but apparently they even put trialists on it which it, like they must have like did the font too small or uh, like oh, we've, we've made up messed up here and they ended up putting players who were even trialists for us I don't think the team ever wore it I don't know John could you, can, do you know whether we ever wore it for a game no, it's one of those things, again, that I looked at my version, my illustration of this, and my illustration of it is completely different to this. So I don't know what was yeah. going on in my head. Well, I think I'm... we had two black shirts at that time. We had an away oh. shirt that looked almost the same as this. I don't think we wore this. I think I think this no. was literally just like a souvenir, special oh. one-off anniversary shirt. It looks like a training kit, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Player, it makes me think of. Uh, I've put my uncle Bob because I got it him. He was a season ticket holder, and he and he wore it. He said he wore it for his gardening. There's no players wore it, so my uncle Bob. It makes me think of <laughs> Andrew. No, no players. It make you think of from this. Maybe Brian Howard. <laughs> okay, um, I gave this Mark. I gave it five out of ten just for the innovate, and they gave it as free. I thought that was nice, Mark. I just gave it four, just because it again it's a freebie and it's a nice idea, I suppose. Okay, Andrew, Mark. Uh, four. four. And John? 
Yeah, mine I'm sure as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that gives us 4.25 for that one. The, the next one, another shirt that we never wore as far as I'm aware. It was brought in as a third shirt. We seem to have a lot of shirts around that time. And we're bringing in three, we have three or four shirts for a couple of those seasons. And to say in the Premier League this year, we've only cobbled together a third shirt recently from, from last year's away. Silver kit, 2009-10, third shirt. It was called Macron, again, Visit Malta. Same era as that last one. It's sort of silver with lime green. It's it's absolutely horrific. Um, I, I I've got it. I've actually got. I've not got it on me, but I actually. Saw, I don't know why I bought it. I got it. They were selling it to fans. Um, yeah. Um, just I don't know what, what we brought it in, and then it disappeared. Andy, Mark, can you think remember anything about this at all? It, I, I've I've either blocked it out or never knew about it because it is just it's just appalling, <laughs> isn't it? It's like it's like it's like a goalkeeper's training top or something. It's just all wrong. I think it's the first time I've ever seen it. Andy, I'll wear, I'll model it for you next time we meet up. I bet it looks nice with like Jamie Ward with a bit of a tan <laughs> from a holiday, but it just doesn't look like a football shirt. So it looks a bit like a cyclist shirt. It's not great. John, could you know anything about this? No, I remember it coming out, and uh, I really, I really didn't care for it at all. I don't like grey kits. I think the fluorescence okay. doesn't work. Yeah. Macron were. I remember seeing uh, Leeds played Southend around about that time, and Southend were wearing trim Nike kits, looking quite sharp. And Leeds turned up, and they were still wearing these baggy Macron kits that looked like <laughs> they played earlier. And that, I always associate that period. And you can even see how the shirt's not fitting there. Um, on the middle so yeah not a fan of this at all but what what mark did you give it john i'd like it i'd, I'd give it half a point I'd, half no, a point next no. I, I gave it three uh mark yeah I'd, I'd written half a point as well half a point andrew <laughs> i'll give it one one okay not a great score 1.25 John, is is there any science behind what Ferguson said with the grey kits? I've not been able to see it see it very well. Or... Yeah, I think there is, um, and certainly green as well. A similar incident happened with Leeds when they had a green and navy away shirt, and George Graham said when the players were running on the touchline, he said they just disappeared into the crowd. Yeah. It just didn't work. So I, I think there, I, I cannot understand why grey shirts ever see the light of day. I really don't, really don't get it. Oh, it's basically the Liverpool one, you know, with the red flex, the candy one. That was one of the first. I'm not saying I liked it, but that was one of the first time I remember a grey, grey kit. Yeah, I think you may recall Newcastle had a couple of yeah. Umbro, sil silvery greys yeah. in the early 80s. Yeah. But I think um, that the, I, I wrote an article on the fluorescent shirt for Backpass magazine. And I said, really, that a, a football shirt, you need to stand out in it. So in some respects, fluorescence is the ideal colour. Yeah. And grey is the, the anti-ideal colour, if you know what I mean. Yeah. The final kit in the rare breeds is the 2017 third shirt. It's another white kit. Obviously, we've said we're all fans of the white shirt. What was unique about this is they only made 500. Uh, I own three of them, uh, incidentally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like so, you know. <laughs> yeah. it's not gold. <laughs> so but they're going for a lot of money. So if ever, I, uh, you know, if ever uh, I run out, I run out of cash. Uh, I can sell my uh, white 
2017-18 third shirt. Uh, I loved this kit. I remember. Uh, was it Andy? Did I go? Was it me and you went to Forest? Yeah. I think it was yeah. me and you that went to the game, and we knew nothing about this shirt. We turned up. It was after we beat Wednesday four two, and they came out, and we just looked at each other again. It was like, what are they wearing? As in, this is amazing. <laughs> Obviously, we lost the game and, uh, and didn't turn up, uh, but just lovely, just lovely design for me, uh, Andy. Nice, nice, simple design. It does look a bit like they just stuck a badge on, though. Uh, <laughs> well, it was so a, it was a te- template shirt, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it, it, it's smart. I like it with black shorts. I like the illustration version better than the one that Leon's got. But, yeah, it, it's not it's not a classic for me, but it does look smart. Yeah. I, I disagree strongly, Andy. Uh, Mark? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm somewhere in between. It's clean and nice, and I always like a white shirt. And I do like those shorts Leon's got on, actually. Is it white stripes on white shorts? Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a design <laughs> feature. <laughs> to um, be fair, Leon's got gloves on. At a cold game at Burton we went to there. That, that's the one time where we were all right with him wearing gloves. He wears gloves in the summer. He wears gloves. He, yeah, he wears gloves. He probably wore gloves to his wedding. Um, but, yeah, I, I actually quite like it. I think I do agree with Andy to an extent though that it does just look like a template kit and and john's touched on this that i did ask a bad for just template kits it just does look like we've just stuck our badge and our sponsor on and gone with it which we probably did on the other hand it looks really good <laughs> and it looks better than that one-off umbro one from a few seasons yeah. before what, what are your thoughts on this this white limited edition kit john well i think uh the, the first thing that always leaps out to me with this one is the adidas stripes are on the on the sleeve yeah. because fifa or uefa regulations say that you've got to keep an area clear for a sleeve patch, which is why Adidas always had kind of truncated stripes that stopped here. So for this to go the completely other way, I've never understood why that happened and how they got away with it because they've never done it since. And you can see the um, the league sleeve patches covering over the stripes. According to the rules, they shouldn't have been allowed. So I've always, when this came out, I remember thinking, how the hell are they getting away with that? Because, you know, and, and you, that's the kind of thing that bothers me, really, you know. How, how do you stay on top of that, John? How do, you, how do you... How do you know when there's, like, a rare breed of a kit that's come out? How do you... Well, do, do you know, I've always said, unless you've got a photograph of every single game that's ever been played, yeah, yeah. you'll never know yeah. it's every kit your team's worn. I mean, that, that shirt against uh, Rotherham that you, you put up, was it Rotherham? No, Colchester. Yeah, 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 yeah. The red I one, had yeah. no idea about that. Yeah, so you've yeah. got to try and uh, do that. But that actually, that touches into something, David, that you said. And there's something magical about going to a game and seeing your team come out and thinking, blimey, what are they wearing? Yeah, Where did that yeah. come from? And we don't we don't often see that now, do we? They're all, yeah, yeah. They're all released well in advance, yeah. And there's one of one of my things I love the most is getting an old programme and seeing a third kit and thinking, blimey, I never knew they wore that. And it's it's discovering those little gems. Yeah. No, I, I, I like this kit. Makes me think of Clayton Donaldson. Andrew? Paul Coote. Mark. Yep, yeah, Coots is a good call. Are we testing you here, John? Anyone? Uh one use no give us your mark though john give us your mark for this one oh i'm gonna go for seven seven uh andrew uh six six mark i like it seven and a half seven and a half and i gave it an eight actually this one i like like others have said i, I you know I, I love a i love a white kit um get, and that gives it 7.1 uh so yeah not a bad that's the final kit in the rare breed 
at the risk of taking over the podcast, yes. can I quickly change something? Um, yeah. Talking about rare rare kits, sure. I'll just this one out. I, I was. Did you remember this? Do you remember this? Yeah, one? I've got a replica. They made a version of it recently with another company. Uh, so I have oh, got that. Uh, I've got like a yeah, a sort of a remake. Uh, sort that of, is uh, a beauty. Yeah, yeah. It's so- I, I fell in love with that shirt when I saw it. That is superb. Is that the Trevor Hockey kit? No, I think it's a bit later. I think it's more Sabella again. I remember Sabella wearing that. It's late 70s, I think. I've got a feel. Yeah, I think I've got 70, the third kit, 77, 79. Okay. But that's lovely. I didn't even know they had third kits back then. I suppose they just had to bring them in as and when they needed to get away from a clash. But I associate more with money making and trying to flog shirts, third kits. Teens have always had third kits since oh. it goes all the way back. Um, but of course, it was never, never publicised. It was just one of those things that they wore because they needed to have a different colour. No, that's, uh, I'll try and find it you out, John. I'll send you a picture. So it is a, a, a reproduction, but it's, uh, I, I do like that kit. Um, they had the white one with the sash as well. Uh, oh, yeah. With, with yeah. a diagonal sash uh, and a kit around a similar period that was really nice. 